Okay, what's going on, guys? And welcome back to a brand new episode of Energized. We are live. Uh, we're, we're on the tube. We actually are on camera. Uh, we tried this a couple of weeks ago, but um, it didn't work. But uh, here we go. We're back on YouTube. Hello, YouTube world. YouTube fam, what's up? Yeah. We're like First of all, if you were back to the Energized show, make sure to smash that subscribe button, right? Smash it. That's it. That, I think that's going to be your smash job. Smash it. Hit the bell. That's going to have to be your job. Hit the bell. Yeah. Uh, get if, those notifications. If you aren't aware, myself and Ross were like, right, once we get to 10,000 followers on Instagram, this, 10K. Is, this is where we have to return to. And um, Ross, we went over it over the weekend. Uh, far ahead. So many people asked to go, when are you going back to YouTube? Yeah. When are you going back to YouTube? And we were like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> and we took ages to get all the gear to go back on YouTube. And now we have all the gear, so we have no real excuse not to go on YouTube. And we're like, oh, we'll wait till we hit 10K. Once we hit 10K, we'll do it. 10K. That that actually seemed like a joke, even bring that up ages ago. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. But now 10,000 uh, followers on Instagram. We're going to be able to do the swipe up onto the YouTube channel. Yeah. It's Gucci. It's Prada. We made it. We made it. But uh, if you are new to the Energize podcast. Welcome. And if you're a returning Energize listener. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is the setup. We obviously have the Irish flag behind here and... Uh, the this will be aerosol arts fan made poster poster but uh on today's show we're going to be discussing the new algorithm going down in instagram how instagram are going to take away people's likes and not show everyone that because uh the internet are really kicking up about that uh also then we're going to move into the crack of the week because the champions league semi-finals are almost over and done with europa league semi-finals and the premier league rat race is still going on to right now uh, at the moment manchester city are winning one nil at the moment. Vincent Company with one goal of the season contenders. That's a that's a leader for you there. Scoring long rangers centre backs, and then we're going to go into the main part of the show because Brock Lesnar has officially retired from the UFC, and uh, he his supposed opponent, Daniel DC Cormier, our mate by the way, he's booked in to fight. He's booked in the fight. Stay flight. tuned to find out who. Yeah, so we're going to be discussing all the crack. Make sure to hit that subscribe button because we come here weekly, and uh, you probably should too. But uh, Ross. We're after hitting the 10,000 now. Um, like Now, all of a sudden, Instagram's like, right, we're going to take away the likes. We're not going to show people how many likes you get. Um, what you make of this, man? Because a lot of people are like, who build careers off this sort of stuff, they, they need people to see it, you know? I reckon they not won't ju- do Not it. just Mary from posting her glass of Chardonnay down in the yacht. I don't think they will take it away. I think it was an idea they threw out there. And they want to see the feedback from the public. Backlash? Yeah, I think so. And It doesn't make any sense to do it. People enjoy their likes. People like doing it for the likes is like yeah. a saying. Doing it for the gram. Uh, doing it for the gram. And I don't see why they take it away. Is it to sort of help the person who doesn't get any likes on their photos? And then make them feel more vindicated for their social media? Is it? It could got to be... Be doing with like bullying in school, maybe. Um, like obviously, like I, I, I don't know. Well, why don't they take away under 18s likes? But like, they're the ones that are driving this platform, you know. True. Well, like, yeah. I suppose they could always just change their date of birth and have, yeah, but that's what loads of them do anyway. You yeah, know? I don't know what age you have to be. I think you have to be like 15, 16 to have it, but like, there's, there's definitely like 14 year olds yeah. anyway. Yeah, I, I, I just don't see it working in any way possible. No. Um, people like to know how many likes they got. Also, companies who are paying influencers to promote stuff, they want to see that interaction level. Yeah. 
Well, that's the thing, man. That's the thing. Like, we're obviously different to other people. Uh, Important this way. Like, I haven't posted on my own Instagram this year. I think the last time I posted, I was saying congratulations to you to having a, a kid on the way. But I haven't posted on my, my own either because I know anytime we're getting a photo, it's like, right, it's for the page. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Because we're for, trying to build a media It's company. funny, like, you meet Dave Beckham, you're like, have to wait. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the way it works. Yeah. We're not like... It's not doing it for ourselves. Yeah, yeah. There's no... <laughs> There's no. I was trying, no, to, be, I was, I was trying yeah. to be like this. Was this is exactly what it's not. But uh, it's not like yeah, having lunch. Because Jade turned to me and like, as you know, there's like no photos of me and my family in my house whatsoever. It was just like not a thing. We don't take photos ourselves. And Jade turned to me and was like, "We're gonna get loads of photos of us and the kid." And I was like, "Oh, whatever." And, and I was like, oh, "I don't really get photos. Like, I don't go get a photo of me and the lads." And she was like, "Yeah, you do." And I go, "Well, friend of yours." And she was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "That's, That's different. different. That's different. different. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's the go with the content." Yeah. So it, it's, it's like, like if, if, if you want to be successful with this show, you have to get it. Yeah, it's a decision that I make to make the show better and yeah. make more people click on it and listen to it. It's not like the photo of me and Bruce Buffer. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so many people have that. Like, why am I famous for getting a photo with Bruce Buffer at yeah. the UFC event? It's like, because <laughs> you don't do anything Barbie in that photo, but. Yeah, yeah. You see, a lot of people don't get it. That's the thing. Um, like they were talking about social media and they're like right like my dad is, would be on facebook like he like he would have taken like he probably went went against his will to actually go onto it yeah but like now he's probably like oh it's sort of shitty now but it's because like everyone sort of moved off that island yeah you know what i mean they've taken the raft onto instagram mm. like your mom started being on instagram now as well but she where she was on facebook and then the problem is if you post on Facebook, you almost have to post something different on Instagram. It just works in a whole different algorithms and shit. But like myself and Ross, growing this from absolutely zero and people being like, stay them lads to like building it up and just putting out cool content. Do you understand the difference? No, um, 100%. The other day, I'm going to find a some fella. He asked me, Ryan Richmond, 125. The first DM he's, uh, he's ever sent us. I'm getting married yeah. today. Give me a shout out. And I was like, <laughs> send us a picture of your wedding and you sent one and I was like oh, what a shame I go first of all I've no idea how long he's been following it's, I've never seen that handle before and he was like asked for a shout out and I was like what does he want like people who listen to our podcast to follow him on Instagram yeah. doesn't make any sense if people want shout outs we've said this shout us out and we'll shout you out yeah it's it's not that hard really no, it's really not that hard but I was like why, why are you sitting there on your wedding day Messaging our podcast and ask for a shout out. Yeah. Show me like practicing your vows, no? Yeah. I know it's crazy. People are doing crazy shit online to. But he got a shout out anyway, didn't he? Yeah, to get a bit but of notoriety, like, yeah. I, I, unless you're doing something, I don't get it. Exactly, yeah. But it's so obvious what we're doing that we're trying yeah. to create like a good show. Yeah, we're always trying to create the best podcast we can possibly do. Yeah. We're trying to become Ireland's like number one podcast. Yeah. Obviously, when we just turned on the mic, I was like, I mean, the camera, I was like, oh, might be a bit nervous or something, you know? Like, well, like, are you? It's grand. No, it's grand now. Although, so like, sometimes I keep on forgetting to look at the camera because I forget it's there. Yeah. But. Yeah, but I don't think you're really meant to overly stare at it. See, before we used to sit side by side and both look straight, whereas at least this way, it's like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, there's obviously some people who've, like, helped us out the whole way, just being sound. And, like, obviously someone like Rory Crowley, who's tuned in from, like, Australia all the time, shouting us out. Yeah. It's just, um, he can obviously see the growth. Even people like Jamie Hickey, they've followed the growth. And yeah, now it's just, have, now yeah. it's just, like, lads, what, 
10,000 just like yeah man I said I was going to get an energized tattoo um I've no idea where I'm going to get it because I never I was like that's never really going to happen also what what are you, what one are you actually going to get what just either the letters or the logo itself all right well like I know you might say get like stay energized or something somewhere uh I've never uh, I haven't really properly thought about it I was too fixated on being like right get the numbers up but like it's it's funny because like I'm not sitting on my own one trying to build the numbers up but yeah like, it's not for yeah, it's just it's not, like, it's not like how Barry Moore could be a celebrity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, it's not instance, like I'd never even want when we did we did a radio production course with each other nearly four years ago, probably now, and like it was radio because I didn't want to be on camera. Yeah, you didn't want to be famous. Yeah. You wanted to be like well paid for talking. Yeah, but then to walk down Grafton Street and no one go, oh no, I don't know who we yeah. are. Yeah, because like if I wanted to be on camera, I would have done TV production. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, so. And then uh, we just kept going ever since. And uh, obviously the growth has been, hasn't been that fast. But like as we keep doing more exciting stuff, more people taking interest. You have to be like doing something. Like you have to be like... Yeah, you have to be juicing some sort of content. You can't yeah. just be bum selfies in the mirror. Yeah. That doesn't work. That's getting a bit overly done. And there's just... Everyone has their arses out these days. You know? Yeah, but now all the gym people are like surpassed by the OnlyFans people. It's like... OnlyFans, yeah. Because really see you have like 100,000 16-year-old lads in Dublin. And they want to follow... The hopper with her arse out, but now yeah. if there's a hopper like, getting her tits and her arse out, it's like, right, well, I'll follow that one. Yeah, but it seems like every hopper is getting their arse out these days. Well, but like, I think that's just like the standardly done thing. I know, but like the people who like originally set up their pages to be the gym person, that's that market is so watered down. You can only follow so many girls with their arses out, or else you're just, oh, 100%. or else you're just watching page three permanently on Instagram. You're like, what's the, what are the lads at, you know? Yeah, there has to be some sort of, you know, information that you retain. From watching someone that makes you come back, yeah, I mean, it's sort of like as well, that's some sort of nutritional advice or some sort of gym plan, yeah, or some progress to follow. Like if I did yeah. something, progress, I was like, yeah. If I was like, oh, I can only got sixty kilos, and then like you follow me on a journey for six months, and then I can squat one hundred and twenty kilos, you'd be like, oh, look at him go, he's doing well. Yeah, but you not know, think all that gym stuff, watching someone squat go heavier by twenty kilos, is actually just so boring, and you'd rather see someone be like, right. I'm going to run Mount Everest and in a hundred days time, I'm going to do it. So therefore you're like, oh, I'm going to actually f- follow his journey. That's why MMA fighters going through oh, a whole fight camp. You're like, oh, daddy. I'd be more interested in that. Yeah, but if I was, like, if I was like this, people. if I was like this, watch me squat, like, oh, 20 kilos extra. It's like, oh. Yeah, but there are real. some people who are like interested in other people's gym journeys. That's what they're into. I, yeah, but I think that more happened on Instagram because like, that was the only sort of thing that was going on Instagram, burn nice photos. But now it's just, now there's like people competing to have only fans accounts and then lads who are shredded you know what i mean i just think like for girls if you arrive on instagram now and you're like 25 26 yeah. like you're you're not all of a sudden gonna get your ass out right but like the the younger girls like 18 year olds all the even the 16 year old girls are doing it. i'm like can't follow them you know i don't want to be like <laughs> it's like why is bad following her but uh no obviously don't follow that shit but like you can see you're like you're like oh my god they're like really getting very sexual it's very it's strange it's very unenergized yeah it is very unenergized it's strange but they have massive followings as well so if you're like 25 and you rock up with your RSO with only like 300 followers it looks a bit weird but like all these younger younger people they, they're they going to like the Gale talk they're going on the holidays they're going to like Euro languages and stuff in Ireland so they're like meeting all these other kids making great comp- like company with each other all growing together you need to be in and around people to build up yeah but I think like school. Put it this way: If you went to a new school every year, 
and you got everyone that's cool to then follow you on Instagram. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you'd have like three thousand Instagram followers yeah. by itself. That's why I feel like if you're in school now or in college and you're planning on building up anything, like whatever class you're in, I think the professor or the per- the lecturer, anyone who's in charge, should be like, here, look, you should all just be friends together because you never know or follow each other. You can even mute them or whatever, and but like you should all follow each other's journey because you never know someday later on who used to be in our class could have the money and be like, here lads, you're trying really hard. Boom. Add that to your thing, grow more, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, it makes sense. You, know, yeah. you don't lose anything by following someone. Yeah. But the same thing in school and stuff, it's always going to be the same thing. Like, the jock is going to have more followers or, but like also, the sort of quote unquote geeks back in the day, they're more like Fortnite people. They'd have big followings or else like, the, ch- the head cheerleader will have more followings. All that sort of stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. The cooler people are always gonna, yeah. The cooler people are always gonna have an above average following. Yeah, but that's only in school though. And then once yeah. you leave school, then the whole game changes, you know. Yeah, but then you can get a following for doing anything. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. If you're if you were like, all oh, I wear is Adidas clothes, people might be like, oh, what's the latest Adidas gear? They might follow you to find out what the latest Adidas gear is. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. you can be have a following for anything. Yeah, it was just it was sort of harder for us because on Facebook you're only friends. And your distance reach only goes to a certain amount, like a certain amount of distance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Organic reach. Whereas on Instagram, we have followers from all over the fucking world, man. And it's just like, they help us grow. It wasn't like knocking next door and being like, please share this, please. I used to hate doing that, lad. <laughs> knocking like, next door. I was, just, I was just like, lads, please share it. Like, <laughs> please, yeah, man. Lads, just we, like, sh- we share our latest <laughs> YouTube video, please. Just it's share like, it, man. Yeah, and you used, to, you used to feel like you were asked for a five or something, didn't it? Yeah. Even because, though you are asked for two click of a button. Yeah, yeah. But like people really care what they shared on their Facebook, and now yeah. it's just like now because we've built up the audience. Because like in fairness, like we do funny stuff, but like there are people. I share, share anything on Facebook now. If someone's like, yeah, although you wouldn't share your man what Rich's wedding. Yeah, on Facebook or would not on the gram. Yeah, yeah because like our Instagram is there for you know a funny poll or to ask who do you think Canelo should fight next. It's not there to go yeah. share it to Rich on his wedding day. You know what I mean yeah, like I people won't follow the page if that's what we're about. I know it's uh, it's also a thing I don't like about it. Yeah, you know I mean like I like the way we can have a bit of crack, but like see, see the way I had to do the video the other day, and then I wrote down "stay energized" on the board backwards. Yeah, but like when I was recording it, I was like, "Oh, that's backwards," and then I had to re- rewrite it the other way around, and I was like, "Oh, you had to redo it, so it wasn't yeah. like the first time." Yeah, but it's sort of like intimidating knowing that you're gonna have that many people looking at you, and you're like, "What ten thousand people looking at you?" Yeah, it is intimidating. You well, know what I mean? it's like Johnny Sexton kicking the uh, kicking the Aviva. Yeah, but he had like what sixty thousand. I think it's only forty thousand the Aviva. It's just like you have like ten seconds to get your point out to so many people, and we have people who don't even speak English following us just because it's like wacky zany guys, the Irish it's guys, the Irish lads. Conor McGregor's best friends. I don't know why we put, put an American accent to say guys don't speak English, but uh, <laughs> Guten Tag, El, Rus- El Rusco. And El Basmo. <laughs> energized, though. Very energized. It is very energized. But, uh, yeah, to wrap that up, I don't think Instagram are going to take the likes away. Yeah, it's just the people that don't have the followers are the ones complaining. Yeah, I think so. But, like... Not in a bad way. Yeah, like, but also, like, I like to see you how many likes a photo gets. Not, you know, my own, just in general. Yeah. But more so on a... On celebrities account or something, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's just interesting. Yeah. It, but also, you have those people who like you have clearly bought like thirty thousand followers yeah. and have like six likes in their photos. Like, yeah. ah, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
And like imagine someone like I'd feel bad for a company if they were like pumping money in someone with thirty thousand Instagram followers and they're all fake. Like all of them and they were getting six likes and a photo. Yeah. Like I know. I, I, I think that's terrible. like that's robbing someone if you know what I mean. I know, yeah, I know, yeah. I, I know that. Like yeah. that that'd be me like ringing up Nike be like, Hi, it's Ronaldo. Got a new bank account. Wouldn't have put the money in there instead, would you? And they go See, senor. <laughs> yeah, but they look at, a, at just the number on the page being like, oh, they have this many, but like 20,000 out of the 30,000 are bought and it's just yeah. like, you know. And then you're shaking hands knowing you're lying. Yeah. It's just not worth it. It's just karma. No. That's just karma. But, um, yeah. What's your, what's your favorite platform, platform at the moment, Ross? We'll obviously wrap this up now shortly. Uh, like, there's obviously Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you were a business now, or like if you were someone who wanted to be an influencer or a gym person, what, like what do you think is the best thing? It's all about the gram and it's all about YouTube. There are the two is, ones yeah. where I'd invest my money into. Um, and you know what? I think subtle like product placement is actually the way to go forward, if you know what I mean. Like yeah. if you had Casey Noid sat there, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, just say you were... Sponsor your Coke and you want to sponsor Casey Noise that. Yeah. If he was just drinking a Coke in the start of his video and that was the only Coke advertising at the start of the entire video, yeah. I think that'd be more than enough to subliminally get people to go, I agree with you. Coke. That's do you, a drink. Do you think you, you're just like, right, that's a good idea because you've grown up through this whole evolution? Or what, like, what, what makes you think that? Because I know certain companies are like, no, this is the way to do it. And it's just like, anytime an ad pops up my thing anywhere, I'm just like, skip or like swipe away. Like, I've no time for it. And if, if I can't manage to turn it off, I like, hate that company forever. I'm like, never getting Dublin bus again. I think you should <laughs> be a bit more smarter about what you're using to market. And you need to almost look at what's hot right now. Like, if I was doing an ad right now, I get one of the Game of Thrones characters to like be in the ad and say something. You know what I mean? I don't I, even think I, they're I that them, good. I get, I get them to put on like a jacket and be like, "Winter is coming." You know what I mean? And then, the, and then that would be the ad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's to me that's smart because you go, "Oh, it's your man from Game of Thrones saying winter is coming in the jacket ad." You know what I mean? And they go, "Yeah, brilliant!" And like millions of people watch that. That's I think that's what you need to do. You need to be like on the money. Yeah, but you don't know any of their personalities though. Yeah, but you almost don't need... But I'm saying, like, if it was not for TV, that's what you need to do. Or so I'd be... Well, someone like, put, it, put it this way. Someone like Joe Rogan. You're like, that guy. If Monster just sent him Monsters, and you'd be like, Joe Rogan drinks that Monster, I'm actually going to try that one, you know? Oh, 100%. Like, yeah. They're, yeah, that's than, what you like, want to be doing. Rather than someone in a TV show that is playing a role. Like, if Nate was like, yeah, smoke 20 Marabout lights there, now 30. You know what I mean? It's not like... Oh, I'm just saying there's many, ways to, there's many ways to skin the cat. There's, there is no necessary right way because there's no wrong way yeah, either. Yeah, but we've someone sitting at home being like, first of all, who, who are these lads? Who the fuck are these lads? But also, if they're looking for a bit of help on how to grow their stuff, what would be a, one thing you'd tell them before we move on? And give it your A game, man. Give it your A game. So they'll share this. They'll subscribe. They'll give it to like. They'll be like, Ross, that was terrible advice. I now have to go into liquidation. I think if you want to actually get sponsored by a brand, Sponsored by a brand. <laughs> what you need to do is, you probably need to pick out the brand you want to be sponsored by. Yeah. And it needs to be a brand you want to be passionate about. Like, me and Barry drink Monsters all the time, right? Shout out, Rebel. And if we want to get sponsored by Monster, in every episode, we should go, we love Monster. And then hopefully enough people will watch the show and go, 
they love Monster and then Monster will reach out to us. So therefore, you actually get sponsored by the company you want to get sponsored by. Yeah. Now Monster will be obviously be a hard one because they're like Lewis Hamilton, Conor McGregor. Yeah. Energized. You know what I mean? It's a tough one to get sponsored. Well, it's only a matter of time, Ross, in fairness. We have yeah. the number. Like, they, they look at the numbers. So. We're growing slow, slowly but surely, yeah. to be honest. But it, it just means to be, well, actually, a bit faster than slowly but surely. But fairness, I think yeah. you almost need to pick out the sponsors you want. I need to go, how do I get them to notice me and sponsor me? And that's the way you need to do it. You need to be on YouTube as well. I, I, yeah. Like, we were putting this off for so long, but it was just like, we weren't ready or something. I mean, I know I felt like we were ready, but it was just like... We like I like obviously like I set such high high standards and I just wanted to be perfect that I was just like maybe they don't want to see it. Yeah. Well, look, Gary Vee always says that it doesn't always have to be yeah. perfect. He nope. was doing Wine Library TV and like his man and dad were coming in. He was like, "All oh, right, how's the form? You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't have to be perfect. Nah. The content just has to be good. That's it. At the end of the day, yeah. And like the YouTube people will find you. People, it's really hard to find people on Instagram, you know? Yeah. Unless it's like, Ross, check this out, or you check this out. Yeah, or even when you tell someone to search, because once you get any, any sort of notoriety, some like fake accounts are set up with your stuff. Yeah, and like... Like, how many fake Mike Tyson accounts are there? There, there must be a hundred. Yeah, and also you don't know who, who's actually like a cool person behind it all. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you don't know who runs them all. Exactly, and what their motives are. But um, if you enjoyed that crack, make sure to subscribe, give us a like, let us know what you think anyway, because we are about to move into the world of football, right? Last week, Champions League semi-finals were going down. Um, which one do you want to talk about first, Ross? Because here's you know what we'll talk about. We'll talk about the better one. Barcelona beating Liverpool 3-0. Going into the game, we both thought that Barcelona would win it. Um, I think you, we both said 2-0. Yeah, you said 2-0. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just say two one. No, uh, yeah, actually, I think I might have, but but you're like Liverpool need to do this, Liverpool need to do this, and I was like, do you think they're gonna do it? And you're like, no, Barcelona two 0 and that's why I was laughing. But uh, Ross, Lionel Messi stood up. Um, what what do you think it feels like to be Lionel Messi before you play a match? Because you must be afraid of nobody, because you can piss all over anybody. And Virgil Van Dijk's arguably the best centre back in the world right now, maybe bar PK. I actually thought it was a very, very good game. Obviously, Messi was the deal-breaker. He was the difference between the two sides. But Liverpool didn't play terrible whatsoever. One person who actually really stood out to me during this game was Arturo Vidal. I felt like he, he, the tackles he put in during that game were, or like the touches he got in those balls were like that little one bit more than Liverpool had in their midfield. Yeah. Uh, I thought Busquets, Vidal and Rakitic, they were too strong for, I think it was... Milner, uh, Fabinho, and was it Keita for 20 minutes and then Henderson came yeah. on? I thought Keita was doing okay as well. But I, I, just thought, I just thought that Barcelona midfield, they really Fabinho. were a bit better. Got the ball to the top three men and they got the business done. Suarez put in some good runs. That yeah. first goal was incredible. There was nothing they could do about that goal. That was Barcelona at his best. It's Luis Suarez, like, doesn't he have such a dog in him the same, same way Tevez had it? He was just yeah. like, it was, don't show the way in Pac-Man, you're like ch- eating all the, the bites. You're like, arm, arm, arm. he's just like that. Chop, 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 chop. He's absolutely incredible. Never gets tired. Question, did Suarez do something in that game that people like were slating him over or did he just score? Uh, no, he celebrated scoring the goal and also he was arguing with uh, Alisson and goal. But in fairness, he's trying to win the match for his team. Yeah, I know, but like, Liverpool were just like, Still love us, love us, Suarez. Yeah, because no, because John Aldridge, Liverpool legend, came out and said Suarez acted like a rat during that game. Yeah, but hold on, right? They're annoyed because he celebrated scoring the goal, right? But when he was being racist towards Patrice Ever, they were like, "It doesn't matter, doesn't matter." <laughs> so it's just, it's just, 
a case of being a sore loser, is it? You, you need to give out a bit of something. It's just like Barcelona are an A, and then Liverpool like, are B plus. Yeah, and Liverpool have, have no players have won a league with them. Bar no. Milner. But I looked at Salah, and I thought, has the camera gone off? Hold on, let me have a quick look. Hold the phone. Should I pause it? Okay, we're just fixing the camera there for a sec. First, first time YouTube problems. Um, yeah. So the way I look at it was, <laughs> like you said, Barcelona were an A, Liverpool were a B plus. It was also the players who came on was a big difference. Now I know Dembele was like muck in the long run with the yeah. way he finished. Like he couldn't finish his dinner. He looked dangerous on the way. Um, just those like final touches went Barcelona's way when normally. In the league, they were going Liverpool's way. And they just met a yeah. team that were better than them. Met their match. Yeah. Um, look, mm. I think the whole way across the field. Also, Klopp changed it quite strangely. He played like Wijnaldum in, uh, up front. Alexander-Arnold was on the bench. Gomez played a right back. I don't understand why Klopp changed a winning thing. Yeah, it was very tactful. Usually, he doesn't <clears> go like that. Uh, that was also the first time he's ever played against Barcelona as well. Oh, was it? Yeah. But uh, it was 3-0. You could argue after the Barcelona got the third goal, Salah should have scored. Remember, he hit the post. And also Dembele should have made a 4-0 near the end. Uh, Barcelona are now playing Liverpool tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Uh, what are you expecting, Ross? Because I, I, we've been saying this for ages, but I cannot wait to see Messi in Anfield and see what goes down. Personally, I don't really think Liverpool have any chance whatsoever. Yeah. They have no Salah. And they have no Firmino. No Both chance. are out. So, without those two, I don't see Mane scoring at four goals. So, I think that's just it. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Barcelona won again, to be honest. I'll agree with that. But uh, Messi obviously hit 600 goals. Just, what was it, last, By the last way, week's episode, Ronaldo hit 600 goals. On a scale of 1 to 10, how good was that free kick? Oh, it was perfect, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I was like, you know what it is? The goalkeepers nowadays are so good, right? Like your Alisson, your De Gea. When a free kick's like more than 25 yards out, I'm like, ah, you can't score on them from that far out. And they just did it. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. And like Messi's not really known for doing like the Ronaldo Thunderbolt. It was like perfectly placed. Yeah. He does what he wants. It's crazy. He's brilliant. See, the thing is now, Ronaldo's 34, Messi's 31. Both just hit 600 goals, Ross. What, um, what's, your, what's your thoughts nowadays? Because obviously Ronaldo has hit that year 34. It's just like, like I mean... Messi has three years behind him. I think it depends on where Ronaldo goes. If he goes over to the MLS, he'll probably score another 100 goals in another three years. If he stays in Europe, he probably won't hit 700 goals. Messi probably will hit 700 goals over his career. That's crazy. Isn't it? Do you think Messi would ever leave Barcelona? It doesn't doesn't seem like that. I don't really see it, to be honest. And if he does, maybe Argentina, who knows? He might go over and play in America for a year. You know what I mean? I'd say they'll offer him outrageous amount of money. That's the thing. Yeah, like you could definitely see him playing for Inter Miami or something. Well, one of the two of them anyway. Or LA Galaxy. It's I mean, it's like Zlatan's over there. I think he scored 30 goals the last 34 games. If, like, you're trying to tell me Ronaldo couldn't do that. If uh, if an English team were able to buy him, who do you think he'd go to? Messi. Would it be Man City? I think it'd be Man City just to play with Pep. Yeah, it's just the Pep thing, isn't it? Pep yeah. being there is so important. It's unreal. Like, if, yeah, Pep, if Pep wasn't there, I don't know who you'd slot in. But I think Liverpool would then win the league. It's, yeah. just, it's just that Pep effect. Having yeah. won everything, coach the best players. You're just like, if he tells you you did great, you believe him. Yeah, oh, 100%. And when like they're 5-0 up, he's still on the sideline and been like, more! Perfection. More! Oh, man. 
more. I remember, I remember of Bayern Munich and like, I don't know how it was all, but I remember watching like interviews with the players and they were like, like Pep is like a mentor when you're there and like he like he wants more out of you at all times and like yeah. he's just drilling like ideas and tactics into your head at all times. Yeah. So like he must just view the game in a beautiful way. I'm surprised there's not many other managers on his level. I just want to see if that that city game finished one nil for them. Yeah, but uh, I assume it did because I assume I feel like it would have been found out. Yeah, one nil. Yeah, Liverpool are playing Barcelona tomorrow on Tuesday. Uh, also, the game that goes down on Wednesday is Ajax against Tottenham. Uh, Ajax are going into the game one nil up after the first leg. Ross, when I was watching this game, I was like, "Oh, I can't wait for Champions League semi final night." Then I was watching it, I was like, "This feels like a Europa League game." Is that a bit harsh? Um, yes, no. Sort of harsh because like Ajax beat uh, Real Madrid and they beat Bayern Munich and uh, they beat Juventus. You know what I mean? Like that's pretty pretty big scalps that they've taken yeah. already. In fairness, then they're not. They, they do well away from home. Yeah, but like at home, well, uh, they, maybe they, maybe they because have... well Tottenham's team wasn't really that strong, and also there's no Harry Kane, no Son. Yeah, I think Son is a bigger miss than Harry Kane these days. I think he like does so much work for them up top. He got sent off there on the weekend as well, which isn't really great for. The morale of the Spurs team. But Spurs have clinched top four now. So all they have to do is concentrate on the game Champions House. League. So who knows? What like, are you I think that's going to be a much better tie. Like, that's the tie to watch on the return leg just because either team go through. Yeah, either because oh, it's competitive, yeah. I, I expect Ajax to go through. I think it'll probably be a draw in the second leg. What do you make of your man DeLift playing centre-back, 19-year-old captain? And then you look at Ashley Young playing for Manchester United, who are unbelievably terrible. He's like 36, so maybe... I think he's 34. No. Young. Okay, whatever. Thirty six seems like he's, very, very old. Sorry, he's about fifteen years older than yeah. Lit. And it goes to show that like leaders are born and they're not like, Oh, you're the oldest, you're the captain. You know what I mean? I think especially you're for dead a club, right on this occasion. For a club like Manchester United as well. I was looking at him, I was like, even if we won the charity shield, him lifting it would just look terribly wrong. Oh. No offense no. to the chap now. I mean, but like it's like who who's standing up who wants it? It doesn't seem like anyone wants it. Yeah, but he's he's probably the worst player who was captain for their team as in like if you were to list Man United's top 20 players he might not be in there as opposed to every other team in the Premier League their captain's probably in the top 5 of their best players yeah man I'm just so it doesn't make it doesn't make a hell of a lot of sense or like they're an obvious leader like if you look at Arsenal you go who's their leader you probably go oh Koscielny's probably their leader or you look at City you go company you look at Liverpool you probably go Van Dijk I know Henderson's captain but you look for like the leader in the team yeah. and like you look at Man United and you go eh, Rashford Rashford, <laughs> o- Rashford almost looks like more of a leader though, being honest yeah but it just seems like like who wears that jersey with pride who wants and, it do, do, plays a hard each week Wait, on, we'll get into that now who, who's getting into the Champions League final Barcelona versus I think it's going to be Ajax yeah, same here. Even though you're like, someone has to chop them down and then like, Ajax won. Yeah, but it, it's very much <laughs> Last like, week you were like, Spurs, Spurs, Spurs. Now you're like, I was big. I, I was a yid last week. Yeah. And now I'm... But the way, now you're a stoner. It's like a 1975 Champions League, semi, or Champions League final. Look, I think Ajax plays such beautiful football. Between Delit and De Jong, Tadic, uh, Davineres. They're just all and pros. Big, big Klaus Jan Huntler. They're on for the treble, you know that? Yeah, they're a bit like uh, Leicester Both when they won the league. going to be playing for the treble. They're a bit, yeah, but they're a bit like Leicester City when they won the league. Just like, except we're all Champions League version. Yeah, but they're, yeah, but they're like, we're all equal. There's no, and we're all leaving next year. <laughs> <laughs> we all better win it this year because we're not going to be here next year. But uh, 
yeah, let's see what happens there. I'm going for Ajax, Barcelona, Champions League final as well. Yeah. So here. Uh, you heard it here first. You heard it here first, yeah. Uh, also, Europa League fans, massive shout out to John Scanlon over in Thailand. Chap lives there now, by the way. Yeah. But um, well, like he's been there for a long time. Um, I don't know if you're a guard, I never said that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal beat Valencia 3-1 in the first leg, Roscoe. I think that's wrapped up, to be honest. Same here. And then also, Chelsea drew one all with Eintracht Frankfurt. Eintracht Frankfurt? Yeah. That fella Djokovic or Jovic is that the Frankfurt striker? He's going to Real Madrid next year, you know. That? Is he? Yeah, so like that looks all right. But I think it's going to be an all England final. To be honest, I haven't. I, I watched the end of the Arsenal game when they got that third goal, and I was like, right, that's sewn up, sewn up. And then I haven't seen the Chelsea game, but I assume they got the job done in Sanford Bridge. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, so I'm gonna go Arsenal and Chelsea as well to go into the final. That'll be you know very the finals being paid as a Bajan. It's actually yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to tell me. Oh no, I was like, I was actually somewhat curious. Oh, you're curious? Yeah, that's Bajan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, random, isn't it? Very, very, very. I random. still think you're almost joking, but you're not. No, I, I, no, because I, I remember I saw where it was, and I was like, "Where is that?" It's in Azerbaijan. Why are they asking fans of like they should always host in a country where one of the teams might be from that country? In fairness, they had it in Dublin there a few years ago. It was all Portuguese game. I suppose, yeah, but Azerbaijan. It's like what? My, my dad said they all like flew in. They all flew in and then like brought their own like food and drink over to here. Yeah, yeah. So they're all <laughs> drinking wine on the side of the street, eating their sandwiches, and then like after the game, they just flew home. They didn't like go on a mad one into coppers. Yeah, on the Portugal, very Portuguese, fam. Very, very Portuguese. But obviously, the cha- the Premier League's about to wrap up, Ross. It's going to be done this weekend. Uh, it's been a long and wacky race. Uh, you know what? I'm a bit disappointed because the top four race is like over now. I know, man. Which is quite sad. <laughs> Quite sad to see, really. We're going to have to come up uh, bring, bring so what, to a random crack. Chelsea and Spurs are now top four, guaranteed. Yeah. Oh. Basically, yeah. Yeah, well, like, unless Spurs lose, like, 6-0 and Arsenal win 6-0. Look, first of all, massive shout-out to Liverpool this season. Have an unbelievable year. It's not over till the fat lady sings on the weekend. Manchester City are just turning into a dynasty, and teams are afraid to play them. And when you can take off Sané and bring on... Mares, or if you can take off Aguero and bring on Sterling or De Bruyne is not even there that much and then like you have a leader like company basically a 10 year older version of Van Dijk sometimes you have to look at this team Manchester City have lost four times this year Liverpool have only lost once and they're still not going to win the league it's just like the standard is, is so high between the top two and then Chelsea Spurs Arsenal Man United are just sort of like lingering around they're playing their own competition to finish third yeah they're trying to not in, even get into top four but um City, are, I think, are going to win the league. Liverpool second. Chelsea, Spurs, Arsenal, United. The great thing for fans, bar United fans, is that like any footballer, say if you're a Real Sol from uh, Letico Madrid, say if you're Griezmann, right? Everyone knows Antoine Griezmann, Manchester City, uh, sorry, uh, Letico Madrid, won the World Cup of France, just like sort of like handsome as well. He could sell a few watches if he came to your club. But uh, say if... <laughs> watches? What are you talking about? Well, like, if you, if you look like an absolute mutant, right? They're like, oh... Yeah, but you're worth less. Show me jerseys now. Yeah, but everything on top of it. Okay. You know what I mean, like Mane's not the most. He's not going to win Senegal's next top model, right? But he's like, he, just because he's cool, people are going to buy his back of his jersey. Yeah. But they're not going to be like, I'm buying them runners because Mane wore them. But uh, <laughs> so so Chris was like, right, I want to have a move. I want to touch me. Does the dance and all? Yeah. Right, I'm going to get a move. Okay, and then it's like, oh, who who? I want to go to a top six team, right? Because he wants to win the league. He's never won the league yeah. there. And then he's like, right, Manchester City or Man United? Who to go to? It's like. Man, you're in turmoil. Manchester City are great crack. Pogba's probably going to leave. I'd rather go to Man City, right? 
Then Liverpool shows up. It's like, Liverpool might win the league. If I go to them, could go the extra level. I'd rather go to them over to United. Then with Chelsea, it's like, oh, move to London. Bit of crack. Can't they there running around? Or United. Nah, they're shit. I'll go to Chelsea. Because th- th- that Hazard money is going to be yeah. there, you know? Then Spurs. It's like, that new stadium. Harry Kane. Bit of London. crack. London. New stadium. Going to go there. Arsenal. Finished head of United. Just as bad. London. Ozil's there. Ozil's He's there. making a fortune. Man, United is going to be the sixth choice unless you're getting 400 grand a week. And then if you arrive like there, the whole team's going to hate you. Look at like Sanchez. Sanchez, man. But Sanchez loves that crack. Oh, no, I just, I feel like we're turning into mercenary United and it's just, uh, I don't even want to watch it anymore, to be honest. It's just uh, heartbreaking. Hold on. What are Liverpool on now? 94 points. Liverpool are coming second on 94 points with one game to go. Manchester City are winning it on 95 points. One game to so go. City, Liverpool are going to finish on 97 points and finish second. That's heartbreaking, Seems isn't like it? that, yeah. If that was United, like, I think I'd cry, you know that? Yeah, but, uh, but Man U lost for, yeah, but Man U, for Liverpool. Yeah, but Man U lost the league against Man City in the last day of the season on goal difference. Remember, Aguero scored. Yeah, but it wasn't that amount of points we had. And also, no. it also, like, City were playing QPR and they were supposed to win that game. Before it kicked off, I was like, well, we're not winning the league. So, I wasn't that upset about it. Yeah. It was more so the comment, like, watching that on Premier League years over and over again, like, that broke my heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, change the channel oh, there, bro. Me. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Man City to win the league. I, I'm sure everyone else will as well. And then uh, yeah. we'll do a we'll, next week's show. We'll do, we know who, do we even know who City play in the last game of the season? Is someone shy? Is it? <laughs> United. But, City uh, play Brighton. City play Brighton. Yeah, there, there you go. And Liverpool play Wolves. Garbage fam. But uh, if you enjoyed the Energized Football Crack, make sure to tell a friend because uh, we're about to move on into the rugby, world of rugby. Uh, the Heineken Champions Cup final goes down this Saturday. Leinster are taking on Saracens. It's being played in St. James's Park in Newcastle. Kickoff is at 5 o'clock. Ross. Jody Shaw! Why I? Hon the Leinster. Uh, look, we've been to a good few rugby games this year. This is probably the least confident I've been going to see an Ireland uh, rugby team play a match now I know it's Leinster but when I say an Irish rugby team play because Leinster um, Saracens are incredible this year Yeah, they look phenomenal and I look at them and go they're almost like they have their, their own Lions team playing they do yeah uh, now in fairness Leinster aren't far behind with the players we have it, I think it was just more so after watching the Six Nations and watching yeah. England beat Ireland and Wales beat Ireland I'm just like Oh, I'm not that confident as I normally would be. Yeah, um, Leinster are looking to retain the title. They are indeed. Johnny Sexton has won every single game he's played for Leinster this year, which is one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout out. Yeah, shout out Johnny Sexton. I just look at look at the two teams and think they match up a bit better than we do against them. Uh, I look at like Liam Williams. I don't know whether he's going to play fullback or the wing. He was one of the outstanding players in Six Nations for Wales. He's an absolutely phenomenal player. David Strettle is going to be his last ever game. So, like, obviously, he's going to try and give his absolute best performance. And then you have, like, Funapolo, uh, a prop, and at number eight, he's absolutely massive. Hopefully, no Leinster fans will come onto the pitch in their dupes and try and give out to him. Mourn. Mourn, like. Mourn. Mourn, like. You can't be liking Israel Folau's tweet, Mourn. Like, that's terrible. You're a horrible human being, Mourn. Mourn. Um, you got the unfollow on Bebo, Mourn. And then, like, obviously have a Toji and Cruz. 
Skalkberger in there. It's just like a world-class team. Obviously, Leinster's is as well. I don't know, there's something about it that I'm like, I'm nervous for them. Uh, if you, I, I get where you come from. You're, you're sort of like, Saracens have sort of like a, a world elite. I feel like elite. they have the swag going into Yeah, it. they have like a world elite. Yeah. They're like sort of like the Barcelona and Leinster are more like Liverpool. They're, they're more of like a working man's team. Yeah, they're, I, f- they're, I feel like because all our team is like homegrown players. Yeah. Like they all wear the green Ireland jersey. Exactly. Sean, o- to- Sean O'Brien's last game in Europe for Ireland as well. I feel like Saracens are, you know when you go and you, when you play FIFA and you pick like World Eleven, Yeah. And like you just have a random World Eleven players. I feel like that's close to Saracens team. Do you? That's what just I just about. said. That's what I just said to you, man. No way. Yeah, I did actually, man. Yeah, yeah but, but I reworded it, said it better, and then made it look like oh, I said it. Don't, we're going to delete that out now. Don't worry about that. But, uh, no, I'm joking. But uh, Johnny Sexton, when Johnny Sexton plays them, man, they, it was amazing to see the old Johnny Sexton back playing. Yeah. Because when someone plays that many games for Ireland at a very bog standard level, you're like, oh shit, is he a bit past it? Is he a bit past it? Because all of a sudden, you turn past it, all of a sudden, you're like, oh no. And then you got like every single kick. Because like even when he stepped up to take kicks, I was like, we were showing the Six Nations, please be good again. Yeah. And then like you just got them all and I was like, ah, he's back. He's, he's back. back. Yeah. And then Looks I was like he's back, man. it was like Henshaw, Ringrose, Kearney. Uh, oh, Kearney's, Kearney's, Kearney's gone to France next year as well. Yeah. Which uh, one? Rob Kearney. Oh, was he? Yeah, he's gone to Rossin Metro. And Jack McGrath's gone to Ulta next year. So like it's a few players like last games for Leinster as well. There's a lot of players out injured now. As oh, well. and like, Sean O'Brien's gone to London Irish. Yeah, Sean O'Brien's gone. Uh, but like people like um, Van der Fleer yeah. is out up until the World Cup. Um, someone else is, who, who ruined his leg. Oh, um, Dan Levy. Levy, yeah. So, like, it's not a full-trend Leinster team, but it's still yeah. obviously a very good Leinster team. In fairness, you have Sean O'Brien, you're going to have Reese Ruddock, uh, Max Deegan, Jack Conan. I mean, you have loads of back rowers still. Um, you have Fardy, James Ryan got player of the year, Devin Toner, Healy, Cronin, Furlong. I mean, like, that pack is still phenomenal. Yeah. I almost think it's because we've seen them so often, you're almost like... It's hard to believe that we watch the best team all the time. Yeah, you, I, I think you don't take it for that, granted. It? Yeah. It's just sort of it's like people watching who support the Dubs. Yeah. Like, you know I mean, it's just like oh well, then you can't really test it against the rest of the world because it's not the same, you know. Yeah, but, but yeah, but I think it's because because we watch Leinster all the time. We're like, maybe the grass is green on the other side and they're better, maybe, even yeah. though they're not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's a well, final, we're going to find out. That's the final that goes down this weekend, five o'clock. We're also trying to arrange somewhere to go and watch it. So. uh if you know somewhere good to watch rugby, let us know. Yeah, let us know. Uh, what Ross do you expect? What do you expect from Ross? I'm gonna say Leinster win. Um, just why because, not? just because of, uh, Johnny Sexton's back and stuff. Yeah, I think just the way Sexton played, they're gonna have a more. We played against too long. Uh, I think it's a more. If I had to put like percentage on it, I think like Saracens are 60 percent favorites, and then Leinster are 40 percent. Yeah, because the depletedness of the Leinster team. But um, it's gonna be Sexton versus Farrell unless he gets the win. But uh, obviously. Back in Leinster for the win. I'm gonna see if I can look up the odds for that. While you tell us about the old, the old Pro 14 semi-finals, semi-finals. Yeah. Okay, so the Pro 14 semi-finals, the Guinness ones, obviously, uh, are on Saturday week, and Glasgow are taking on Ulster, and that's in Glasgow, and then Leinster are taking on Munster, and that's in the RDS Arena. Can't believe it's not in the Aviva. Yeah, but I just looked up the Heineken Cup odds, and it's a pick'em. Oh, is it? Yeah. 10 to 11 on both. So There you have it. So do you think Lance will win the double? Is that what we're backing, yeah? Yeah, I, I, I think that's what we are backing. Um, Paddy Power doing a special. 5-2 on Lance to win both trophies. So yeah. 
get on it. Let's, let us know who you think is going to win as well. Yeah. Because we have people all over the world cheering in. We have like some American people who tune in. They're like, I'm watching the rugby because you guys talk about it. But I don't, I don't know what's going on. Like, <laughs> you know what? This is almost like the Six Nations for Leinster right now. Because they have to win like the final. Then they have a semi-final to play another final. You know what I mean? Like It's back-to-back games. Yeah. But uh, have you got anything else to say about the rugby? Because uh, we're going to move into the world of mixed martial arts. No, I think that sounds pretty cool. We reset the camera. Okay, so now we're going to move into the world of mixed martial arts because, as we said earlier on the show, Brock Lesnar has announced he's retired from the world of mixed martial arts. Very Brock Lesnar. First of all, Ross, why did he retire after coming back into and pushing DC the night he became the champ champ? Like, stealing his, like... His moment. His moment. And then he's like, oh, come be arse going back, lads. Well, in fairness, I think... I wouldn't say DC would ever say he stole his moment because like, that was probably a dream for DC to like yeah. run into Brock Lesnar and be like, Brock pushed me. He touched me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he's a massive wrestling fan. Yeah. But the way I, I look at it, it has to be Brock Lesnar is after. He probably sold an extra 200,000 WrestleMania boys on pay-per-view. True. And then went, you know what? I'm not going to fight. Obviously, there was a problem. I think there was two issues here with Brock Lesnar. The first was probably USADA. Probably couldn't pass an USADA test. Because, yeah. uh, like, look at him. And what no, do you mean, look at him? Absolute steroid freak. And Jeez, man. second was... Innocent until proven guilty. Uh, the pay. Now that it's on the ESPN deal, a lot of these fighters, like McGregor, are looking for this massive flat feet fight. Yeah. But, like they say, they get paid That's for exactly 500,000 pay-per-view boys, no matter how many boys they actually do. So they don't actually need to have a massive superstar like Brock Lesnar on there. That's they're exactly, already getting the same. A, they're getting the same money no matter what. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. So the new SBN deal has ruined it, which has made it great for seeing like the best fighter fight the best fighter. It's good for the fighters, not great for building superstars, and not great if you are a superstar looking for extra money. Yeah. It's have to taken away the the this fight, the likes of uh, Brock Lesnar fighting, George St Pierre fighting. It's have to taking that away. Yeah. But maybe that's what has Connor left on ice now because Connor can't be like, give me fifty million. They're like, don't need. We're getting the same money anyway. Yeah, Dana White's getting the same paycheck no matter what anyway now. He's like, don't need the hassle. Yeah. So, there you have it. That's Brock Lesnar out. But Daniel Cormier, his opponent, is now going to fight Stipe Miocic at UFC 241. What do you think of that? Um, Well, first of all, like, I wanted to see Daniel Cormier against Brock Lesnar just for the sheer entertainment value of it, right? I sort of want to see his press conference of the two of them standing there yeah. doing a bit of back and forth. Just... Yeah, well, like I was just I was up for that, right? I never thought Brock Lesnar actually deserved the fight because, like, first of all, last fight he did uh, UFC two hundred, he was juiced out of his mind, like beat uh, Mark, Mark Hunt. Hunt. Yeah, he beat Mark Hunt, and now it's like, you know, what I mean, he shouldn't just be coming back and being getting going for a title fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't come back, <laughs> cheat, be absolutely roiding out of your mind, and then like be suspended, and then be like. Yeah, we won the last point, so title shot. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, it's not like, fair. No one else gets to do that. <laughs> Maybe McGregor. Yeah, like, he never got done for his steroids or anything. Yeah. But um, but yeah. like, most tested athlete in the UFC, Conor McGregor. Yeah, but the thing is, I, I, I like Brock Lesnar. It's just such, like it brings extra eyes to us, for instance. Yeah, I mean, but uh, Stephen Miocic against Daniel Cormier again. It's more I more feel bad for DC because like he's like oh, I'm going to be forty, I'm going to retire. Last mm. fight, this one, boom. And then it was just like, all right, Grant. But now it's like, what happens if he lose the the uh, Miocic? He's gonna have to run it back again. I feel like this is sort of prolonging until John Jones moves up and really fights these big dogs. Like I want to see John Jones against like Overeem. 
know what I mean? I want to see John Jones against Francis Ngannou. These are the big, like I want to see this stuff. Yeah, uh, I think everyone does. To be honest, yeah, John Jones is like will be a different gravy heavyweight. You want to see can he take that punch from the heavyweight yeah. and see who he gets on there. Uh, also, like I don't believe anyone lightweight like heavyweight is going to beat him, so therefore I'm not that overly interested. I'm more so just watching because I want to watch John Jones fight. Yeah, same here, yeah. See, same deal with thing. I think it's terrible though that like Rock Lesnar came in. Held up the UFC heavyweight division for over a year. Yeah. And then retired. And we haven't seen DC since. Also, my other two issues are... The only reason I don't like this is that Stipe, like sat there and cried and never fought anyone in the meantime. I feel yeah. like he should have fought someone. And Daniel Cormier went and fought and fought Derek Lewis. So, yeah, I almost feel like... Stipe almost has the championship power going into it. Because he hasn't fought and is getting the rematch. And someone's like, DC has to fight and then fight him again. Yeah, but think of the marketability. It's like, the longest... What, the, what was it? He, he, he defended us all the most times. That's what D, uh, Stipe did. You know? Yeah, but would Ngannou not be like a more marketable fight? Like, the Predator. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's gonna, no, he just get dumped, yeah, dumped on his he, head. You know? I know, yeah, but you can like not show any of the Stipe fight leading into the Ngannou fight. And people be like, bloody hell, you're mad Ngannou, no? I don't know. It's just the... The whole UFC itself is lacking superstars. So it's like, right, who who yeah. who can do something? It's like, right, we can market Miocic to be like the longest, he had the biggest winning streak in, in yeah. UFC heavyweight history, you know? And like when he's on embedded, hanging up on his wife in the car, yeah. people are like, oh, gas. Yeah. I find it hard to watch embedded's when it's like, when there's only certain people that are like, okay, uh, there are only people like, who are good and a lot of people aren't yeah. good. It's like some footballers are amazing to watch them play in, on the pitch. But then like, if they're doing an interview, you're like, you're not even watching it. You're like, ah, oh, whatever. You know? Harry Kane. Harry Kane, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, oh, Mio Jitsa. Lovely it's been, lad, it's been saves like people, but like... UFC 237 in Brazil, it's like, I'm not arse watching the press conference because yeah. I'm watching everything translated. Exactly, yeah. So, like any chance of two subtitles, no? Exactly, yeah. But that, yeah, that obviously goes on UFC 241, Daniel Cormier versus Tipe Mio Jitsa 2. Ross, who in you back Anaheim, Anaheim, California. Uh, for me, I think it's going to be Daniel Cormier. Same here. Same here. But uh, obviously, UFC Ottawa was on over the weekend and Donald Cowboy Cerrone defeated Aloy Quinta by decision after five rounds. Ross, after the fight, Cowboy Cerrone, he's now set the record for the most wins in the UFC, isn't it? Or most yeah. fights in the UFC, yeah. And most he, fights and most wins. Most fights and most wins. And then obviously, people love hearing what the story is with Conor McGregor. Um, I think the camera's on low battery, but yeah, we'll just go to the ghost. Yeah, we're finished here in 10 anyway. But uh, Cowboy Cerrone's calling out Conor McGregor. Um see that happening or what's the story to be honest no after that, after um, that performance not particularly a, like, he, didn't get the, he didn't get the finish um, look he beat him well he like bust him up he did a bloody Leoto Machida front kick at one stage I was impressed by the performance he, like he, he in a way he almost beat Oi Quinta better than Khabib did just like in terms of stand up yeah. he outclassed him great kicking game but the way I look at it, I don't think I don't see McGregor come back in July. So therefore, I don't see him fighting McGregor next. I yeah. feel like Cowboy is very easily talked into fighting against. So therefore, I feel like he's gonna fight Justin Gage next. I think that's the best fight. That's not a bad show. Do you like that one? Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I'm just I'm like you look at the roster and you're like, who can get McGregor out of like just being like unless they do gone. like they could do like Cowboy Diaz, they could do Diaz won't be back. Cowboy Ferguson, they could do. Cowboy Holloway, if Holloway's going to say if 155. There's a few fights they can do that I, I'm like, yeah, Grant. I know. It's, it's almost going so long, though, that it's like, 
Connor's not really in the scene now. Yeah, you know it's I mean? like it, you should almost act as if he doesn't exist. Yeah, and fight those people. Yeah, because it's like we're always we're constantly like, what's the next big one? Next big one. You're like, also, I think you need Conor McGregor to say your name before you say his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who else is even like impressing you in the UFC right now? You know, I mean, like uh, obviously GSP's gone. Brock Lesnar isn't fighting now. John Jones is just sort of in terms of superstars. Yeah, like I mean, people like Sean O'Malley, like when he's on camera or he's doing interviews, people are watching. People like Ben Askren, people are tuning in. There's something about Ben Askren people love. Yeah, well, it's mostly TV. It's just yeah. such a, it's such an honesty and yeah. it's very refreshing. It is very refreshing. Yeah, yeah. people like Charles Sonnen. You know I mean, these people. Well, you can tell they're being themselves. Same with uh, Derek Lewis. Like people love Derek Lewis because like ah, he's being himself. Yeah, my balls are hot. Yeah, I just don't know how. Like there's such a backlog and roster yeah. of all these fighters that I'm surprised more people aren't that captivating you know yeah because I don't feel like you, you have to be like a 10 out of 10 to captivate people like even Brad Gatona this weekend a lot shout out to Brad I mean mm. hard luck but I mean like when he's on camera it's so funny he's so like uh, he's he's a bit more of a Ben Askren than a Conor McGregor he's just real like polite and yeah he's almost like so humble he's, to be he's there. almost closer to say he's no work yeah he is yeah 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 yeah. he's like almost too nice he, yeah. he's like Clark Kent yeah whereas some of these other guys they just they aren't doing it for me and they're not doing it for the people you know, you know who I think his star has risen quite a lot Jorge Masvidal I think he's he's doing quite well as of late no he has yeah it, yeah it was that win against uh, I think Darren I think because he knocked down Till out and then like hit Leon Edwards a few slaps people like he's hardcore it's funny how him doing that worked out so well for him against Darren Till right but remember your man who sweet chin music um, James Gallagher yeah people still don't really remember, remember, remember his name yeah Ricky Mandejas now yeah but, Shout out to Ricky Valdez, yeah, but, like, but look at the rule of mass we all got yeah. off that. You know what I mean? It's so funny. You, can, you know what I mean? Sometimes, sometimes, you know, winning the dance isn't enough. Yeah. He he yeah. he almost should have came out Bandeas and like just bragged about that. Yeah, that was the thing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anything else to say about UFC? All about to happen over the weekend? <sighs> Not really. Um, yeah. what's what's one's name? Maisie Chayon or Chayon or whatever. She she won on the prelims. She looked quite impressive as like an upcoming. I think she's a featherweight. Uh, other than that like not really like Derek Brunson won decision Shane Burgos won decision it was a real decision-y card and they never go down great yeah and to be honest you know what so many fights in that were like the opening fight to a main card if you know what I mean yeah like I feel like there wasn't really a co-main event yeah and then the main event yeah, it was probably almost a co-main event you know what I mean yeah no I get you I totally get you yeah but uh, this weekend UFC Two thirty-seven. It is two thirty-seven. Give me a second. In Brazil, uh, Rose Namunas versus Jessica Andrade. Yeah. Uh, first of all, are you happy to see Tug Rose back in action since she won the belt when we were there. Yeah. Um. Oh no, she's fought one since I think. Has she? No, yeah, because she defended. She oh, she fought the again. rematch. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Excuse me. So, um, look, I'm looking forward to seeing her. <laughs> um, do I think she beat Andrade? I actually don't know because we haven't seen her in so long. I don't know how hard she's training. I don't know what she's doing. Like she said, she was traumatized after yeah. that Conor McGregor bus incident. I sort of feel like everyone else left the house. I feel like everyone else in that uh, division would be Jessica Andrade, but like it's sort of like she's a bit like a, a bully. Yeah, well, Andrade is like sort of short and yeah, like she's like a, the Mike Tyson of the yeah. That's exactly you. Strawweight division. Yeah, yeah, like she's bang, bang, bang. short and muscular. Yeah. Whereas Rose is obviously very, very tanny and skinny. Like it's yeah. Gonna be, like she could get thrown around the place. Who knows? Because so, one, like one person's an easy fight for most people, but it's your absolute kryptonite. I, th- I think Rose can get if it goes 
third, fourth, and fifth round, I think Rose will definitely win because I think Andrade she's be knackered. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, I think she's bare skill fighter. It's almost like Kutibala when he fought there against um, Glover. Glover Teixeira. Like, and I was like, I was like, if Kutibala, if it finishes early, Jessica Andrade wins yeah. it. But if it goes to distance, if they fight, Rose. if they fight round one over and over and over again, Kutibala will win. Yeah. If it was a one round fight, he'd win because he won't be knackered. But if it's a three or four round or five round fight. Kutibala's going to get knackered come around halfway through round two. Shout out Kutibala. Uh, also, the co-main event is actually Anderson Silva. He's back against Jared Kanyer in the middleweight division. Uh, did Kanyer beat Branson's last fight? It was really impressive. I think so. I think yeah. it was, isn't it? Oh, look, I think that's set up for Anderson Silva to like, head kick him, isn't it? Same as he might retire after that as well. Yeah. Uh, um, we're off YouTube. Hold on for a sec. Yeah. Okay, so we are still looking at but you know what we just have Mike UFC issues. Brazil we just have Mike UFC. issue there so we didn't want to bullshit you there right but uh, yeah obviously we're, we're both going for Anderson Silva yeah do you think he's going to retire sorry uh, no I think he'll fight again I think he loves it too much he does love it too much yeah in fairness uh, then also Jose Aldo is fighting Alexander Volkanovski Ross you're on you're high on Volkanovski yeah well he just knocked out Chad Mendes looked very very good in doing so but I know Jose Aldo's on a career resurgence like no other so I expect Aldo to get the job done yeah, I think Aldo's become like a gatekeeper, but like a high level gatekeeper. Like hundred percent, not, not a lamas. He's like, he's like, it's me and you get a total. If you beat if you beat Aldo, you win the belt. Yeah, <laughs> you're Max Holloway. Yeah. If you beat Jose Aldo, you're Max Holloway. Also, you're in. He's in Brazil, so you never know yeah. what happened there. Shout out to all our Brazilian fans. Uh, Anyone else on that card? And uh, to be honest, I was gonna say like Trinaldo, but he's like ninety, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. So no. Was. No. Ah. Uh... Okay, what's going on, guys? Uh, myself and Ross were just recording there, and for all the loyal people who always tune in on the actual iTunes or SoundCloud uh, app, the camera, we did it with, like, there was a tester, and we thought it would just record straight for an hour, but it turned off twice, and apart from us having to sync up everything, we're going to just put a YouTube video out of just the beginning of the show, and then the last, next week we know that, like, we're going to have to chop it up. So there we go. But uh, that is actually the main card in Brazil. But also over the weekend, Antonio Big... Uh, is it Littlefoot? Or Lil Nog, sorry. Lil Nog. Lil Nog's on the card as well. It seems like bigger names are also on the prelims. Like Lil Nog. And uh, BJ Penn. BJ Penn. And Betch Gohea. And Clay Guida. And Clay Guida, actually, yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, anyway, like, I feel like someone big is going to be on the early prelims now. Yeah, Wardy Alves. Uh, Sergio Moraes. Uh, Khabib's brother. Cousin. But, uh, Lo- loads of good, loads of good fights in Brazil. If you're actually yeah. a fight fan, it'll be like the most loyalist followers of that. Yeah. But uh, over the weekend, obviously, Bellator Birmingham was on. There was a uh, two Irish lads on the card. Uh, Sam Slater lost. Brian Moore won, and also our mate Fabian Edwards won as well. Yeah. Uh, With quite some serious up yeah. Is there anyone else in this card roster you want to really mention? Uh, yeah. Oh, Pedro uh, Carvalho from SPG Ireland as well. Raymond Daniels is brilliant as well. Uh, I actually asked Josh Thompson if you don't know him. Um, he former UFC fighter, former Strike Force champion, former Bellator fighter. He actually said that Pedro Carvalho was actually the most impressive out of everyone this weekend. So big shout out to Pedro. Big shout out, yeah. Good to see some of the SPG lads getting a win, especially because obviously Bragatono lost as well. Like you know, yeah. But uh, yeah. So obviously UFC two thirty seven is on this weekend in Brazil, but also Bellator two two one is on, and uh, Michael Chandler. Michael Chandler is headlining the card. Against Pe- uh, Patricio Pitbull, uh, Ross is for the lightweight title. Pitbull's moving up. Will Pitbull become the champ champ, or do you think Michael Chandler is just too good? Oh, I actually quite like Pitbull for this fight. I think he's going to get the job done. All right, no particular reason, just think it. All right, yeah, same here. And then also the, the welterweight Grand Prix semi-finals on MVP are made against Douglas Lima in a striker's delight. Um, I'm going to go for MVP. Why not? 
I think Liam's going to win. I just think he's oh, he's a savage. Even though my MVPs are mate, but uh, AJ McKee's fight as well. Uh, Jack Hager, WWE fans will know. Yeah, and Taiwan Claxon. It's actually it's just as good a card as UFC card. So fair play to Bellator for putting up to them. Yeah, actually that's very very true. So uh, Ross, that's the show. Obviously we had some camera issues, but uh, you live and you learn. It like, wouldn't be any joys if it wasn't. That's very us, very us. But uh, everyone, thanks for tuning in. If you if you listen to this, check us out on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe. Uh, thanks for coming along for the journey. And as always, stay, stay energized. energized.